For those who prefer Linux or are simply curious about Linux and other open source technologies, this is Category 5 Technology TV. Welcome to episode number 282 of Category 5 Technology TV. So great to have you here. Hey, everyone. It's the 12th of February, 2013. Krista, how have you been? Oh, pretty good. Pretty busy. Yeah? Yeah, really busy. What's going on? Um, just a ton of work and, yeah. you know, breaking up a little bit of snowboarding. Stuff, so. so Snowboarding, too. Yeah. So I've been it's kind of been the season around here. Yeah, I know. It's finally snowed. Yeah. There's snow this year, people. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Busy? Busy, busy? Yeah, I've been busy. I'm making some really, really cool jQuery kind of Google Maps integration systems right now. Cool. I'm really, really excited about some of the things that I've accomplished with that. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm working on not just the design and programming aspect, yep. but the, the actual UI, and, and that's really kind of fun. Very cool. It's neat when, when, you know, when with work you're doing a project that's exciting. But you actually innovative. like doing? Well, you no, know, I love doing <laughs> it anyway, but, but when you're doing something that's like, you're taking ideas from other places and right. putting them all together into a system that you hope is going to end up being better than any one of those right. individual kind of companies or websites. Right. So, yeah, that's what I'm up to these days. Cool. That keeps me busy. busy. Yeah. And keeping up with the snow, oh my goodness. Yeah, but it's been amazing. Two feet at a time, three feet. It's been awesome, yeah. though. Last year we had nothing. snowboard in that. Oh, we tried. It's like falling on clouds. Like like that are up to your neck yeah but yeah. like it's hard to get up but when you fall have you seen the photos yeah no people problem. like opening their door and there's a wall <laughs> of snow no that's pretty awesome i haven't seen that you haven't seen that no no it's true not quite here in barry but a good three feet or so yeah i shoveled the, the driveway like a madman took me about an hour and a half in the morning on thursday got and then you come home and then <laughs> my wife got home that afternoon and she had another two feet of snow to do and she's probably like oh that didn't even shovel I know, the snow that, that husband of mine <laughs> meanwhile you know i thought i was being a good good guy you know spend an hour and a half in the morning before i go off to work hmm. but no no not so much nature was against me yeah what can you do how's everybody doing so good to see you. Nice to have you here. Join us in the chat room. It's Category 5 on Freenode. Uh, or, of course, just go to our website, Category5.tv, and you'll see the, uh, the option to join the chat there, and uh, you'll see it uh, through the week on the Interact menu. I want to give a big shout-out to my buddy Jim. He's 86 years old, and he's been trying to tune into the show. He's learning his way around the computer. He is running Linux. So everybody say hi to Jim. Wow. And uh, I hope he's able to join us tonight and uh, certainly, you know, Hey, Jim. Nice to see you. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Thanks to everybody. Cool. Yeah. Well, there's some exciting things. Chat room things. says hi to you, too, Jim. We've got people, uh, let us know, you know, we've got King Arthur saying hello. Imagine that. King Arthur saying hi to Jim. 
lots of people from all over the world, Jim, congratulating on, uh, you on uh, your step to, to learn to use the computer and exciting stuff. That's awesome. Toby's mom as well, learning, uh, learning her way around, running Linux. Awesome. It's like a virus. It's just spreading. It's good. Good virus. Good virus. Good virus. Hey, what are you yeah. coming up? <laughs> oh, all sorts of awesome, interesting things. <laughs> Well, ooh, I did it again. All right, coming up in the, <laughs> what in was the that? newsroom. Ooh, I did it again. A little Britney Spears. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That was a little bit. Yeah. Smos is just so fancy, and I, I don't get to use it enough that I don't know what all the buttons do, and I accidentally right. push it. It turns you into a pop star. It does. The microphone helps, too. Yeah, that, too. Mm-hmm. So, so what's coming up again? Some less embarrassing you things tell. now. Right. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Coming up in the newsroom. Yeah, we're waiting, we're waiting. <laughs> oh, luxury smartphone maker Virtu has launched its first Android operated handset and it's worth over $10,000. <clears> wow. Uh, excuse me, what? Uh, yeah, over $10,000. Wowzers. And you thought your phone was expensive. <laughs> Sony Ericsson for the win. <laughs> <laughs> Apple, Microsoft, and Adobe have been called to appear before Australian Parliament to address over overpricing. Hmm. Hmm. Your private Flickr photos may have become private thanks to a software bug. Oops. And for a limited time, NetTalk is offering unlimited SMS messaging for free. Woohoo! Stick around; these stories are coming up later in the show. I should mention Robbie types these things out before the show, mm-hmm. and the issue is <laughs> that Flickr private photos have become public oh i, I mistyped that and i caught it as have you come right and i didn't catch it as, as, yeah. as i was reading it yeah but that's that's what happened so uh, we'll definitely <laughs> hear what's going on with that yeah that's some scary stuff want to say hey to all of our viewers tonight on youtube because youtube was blip tv hating last week and saying what's going on here you guys are always giving shouts out to to blip.tv what about us so YouTube, it's all about you right now. We're broadcasting yeah. live on YouTube right now. Are we broadcasting live on blip.tv? I don't think so. We're right here on YouTube. 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 <laughs> YouTube.com slash Category 5 TV. Thank you for subscribing to our videos. And also, I want to mention if you don't have time, because YouTube viewers, they've been conditioned to have a, a slightly shorter attention span. Right. It's true. You know it's true. You don't want to sit through those 30-second ads any more than the next guy to watch a five-minute video. It's true. So that said, we've taken some of Category 5 TV, because we know you don't want to always, maybe you don't have the time to sit through a full-hour show. We've created something for you. It is linuxtechshow.com. linuxtechshow.com. Go there, and you'll be able to find two-minute to 20-minute segments of Category 5 TV. Uh, all edited out of the show. There you have it. All thanks to YouTube. Good. All thanks to YouTube. So the good parts is what you're saying. So when Robbie goes rambling, that's cut out of the show, right? No, that's the part that we keep. Oh. Yeah, we throw away all the other stuff. It's just me talking about like w- the snowboarding clip at the beginning of the show. Right. There. Yeah, that's going to make it. Oh, good. That's yeah. <laughs> the important stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, hey. Stay tuned. How's that? Did I make them feel welcome? <laughs> I think so. All right, YouTube. All right. Also, though, I do want to give shouts out to people watching on Miro Internet TV and FirstRun.TV. Uh, also, Roku. Uh, we've got a growing viewership on that device. Thank you for watching the show. Uh, pop us an email if we've never mentioned your device or the platform that you're using live at Category5.TV. We'd love to hear from you and know how you're watching the show. 
people say to me all the time, well, how do I watch? Do I have to get onto how don't my computer? You watch? Yeah, I mean, if you have a tablet, you can watch on that. If you've got a mobile phone, you know, like a smartphone, you can yeah. watch on that. How great is that? All you have to do is just scan our QR code or go over to m.cat5.tv, just on that device, on your tablet, on your smartphone, and you'll be able to watch the show right there. Of course, you can go to our website, category5.tv as well, or as I mentioned, our YouTube channel and all those other partners that we have as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, how cool is that? Mm-hmm. Also, Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. And the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Thanks, Krista. Yeah. We got a message in the chat room, uh, whether it be a week ago or a couple weeks ago. Somebody entered the chat room. And just simply, you know, I, I know you were talking in the chat room. Everyone was just having a conversation. And somebody made a comment. Is anybody else offended or opposed to the fact that Category 5 has Google ad placement on their website. Oh. Heather's shaking her head. No, I like it. <laughs> I like it when, when Big Brother spies on me. Um, so I, I just wanted to clarify for, for the viewer who said, you know, I got a problem with this. Mm-hmm. That's okay, but I got a check here from Google that's paying for this free show that you're watching. Which helps us out. This check is from, it's signed from... Is it real? Have yeah, you checked it? I, well, I printed it today. I printed it? <laughs> <laughs> but this is the real thing. Okay? So that's why it's there. That's why those ads mm-hmm. are there. I'm going to take that to the bank, and I'm going to make this show even better for you. Or I might just pay the bills. I might pay our hydro bill this month because these lights are really expensive to run. Or maybe, you know, next week, it's just like in the dark. Yeah. We'll do, do the show with little headlamps well, on. Hydro, we have to, uh, Heather, actually, the video is cool. very shaky because she's pedaling on the bike yeah. so fast. So. <laughs> but that's what it's about. I mean, so if, you know, if it came down to it and, and you decided, you know, I, I want Google ads off the site, so I'm going to donate, you know, whatever, a couple hundred bucks a month or something to offset that, then that's fine. And then I would say, okay, well, whatever. But, but really, realistically, that's, mm-hmm. those ads are there to help uh, the show. Uh, and I want you to understand that, that it really does. Um, advertising uh, placement and uh, brand placement, your donations as well, that's how we're able to do this because we are volunteers, but there are very, very heavy expenses, and those expenses are growing um, because our viewership is growing. We are mm-hmm. now being broadcast in areas that we've never been broadcast before. And the cost of that is exponentially higher. I was looking at even just our database, just the database that holds like the, the show information for all of the RSS feeds. And when you go to our website, all that stuff is, is growing exponentially to the point where it's you know, like two or $300 a month just to maintain our MySQL database. Like, and, and all these things combined, web hosting, the bandwidth that we use, our hydro, um, the space that we use, everything all together, plus the renovations to build the new studio, it's, it's a lot. So, so the ads help us. But what I do try, mm-hmm. I think you find when you go to our website, nothing is in your face and bothersome or, or uh, you know, nothing is taking over the site and forcing you to have to click around or something. Right. So It's uh, very well be, designed. I try to be very non-intrusive <laughs> when it comes to the advertising. So we appreciate your support. If you see an ad that uh, you would like to click on because you like what you see, please do. It helps us out. Cool. Very cool. Jot just went onto the site and clicked on a whole bunch of banners. So yep. appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that very, very much. Hey, 
we love to receive your postcards, and we would love to receive them this week. Krista, how do they send those in? Oh, my goodness. You can send your awesome, fantastic postcards to Category5.tv, and that is to P.O. Box 29009 in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, postal code L4N7W7. Thanks, Krista. Uh, we've got an exceptional show for you, as I was saying. We've got those Theobroma chocolates to give away. Mm. Uh, we've, uh, and I guess we've got lots of people joining us in the chat room. Hey to you. Uh, maybe you can take a look at what's going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Con lo terrorista. So no questions then? No, nothing. Okay, it's pretty well, quiet. In that case, we'll be right back after this. At EcoAlkalines, we believe you should be able to trust your batteries not just here, but here, here, and here. But with one exception, you should also be able to trust your batteries here. EcoAlkalines are the world's first and only certified carbon-neutral battery manufactured to the highest standards of recycling and quality, without any trace amounts of harmful chemicals like mercury, lead, or cadmium. EcoAlkalines provide performance that rivals leading national alkaline battery brands at a comparable price. Find out more about the EcoAlkalines difference. EcoAlkalines.com this is Category 5 Technology TV. You'll find our website at www.category5.tv. Hey, please follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter account is down there. We love to chat with you on Twitter. Our Facebook page is cat5.tv slash Facebook, and it's growing. Mm-hmm. If you want to see some behind-the-scenes fun stuff that happens, you know, and you don't get to see it here on the show, because no shenanigans ever happen here on the show. Ever. Ever. But no. stuff happens, and so we post it on our Facebook channel, on our Facebook page. That's cat5.tv slash Facebook. Another thing that we have is, is the baldnerd.com blog. And, and one of the things that we've been trying to focus on with that, I've been trying to focus on, is, is giving you some good information with regards to security and, and keeping yourself safe. Um, and this week, I had an interesting revelation, and, and I posted it to baldnerd.com. You can go there and read the whole thing. But we were, we were pricing out some hard drives. Uh, a user, uh, a customer wanted to get an external hard drive mm-hmm. for their DVR or whatever it was. Right. So we started looking at the different specs because these DVR systems are pretty sp- specific about what type of hard drive you can use. And I started to see that some of these hard drives have a built-in encryption chip. Okay. So what does that mean? When you copy data to it, it encrypts it before it puts it on the drive. Oh, okay. And then as you're copying data off of it, it decrypts it. So it's a safety It's a feature. security kind of thing, right? Because your stuff is now encrypted with 256-bit AES. So I got to thinking about that, and I thought, okay, so you've got this hard drive. It's external. You copy all your personal data to it. Mm -hmm. It, You you feel like you're safe because now it's encrypted. It's on this drive. Right. But yet you plug that into another computer, and because it, again, is going through the decryption chip that's built into the external chassis, there's no protection. Sure, so it's, it's encrypted just, on the drive. It's just kind of doing it for... It's like for a false sense of security. Kicks and giggles then, yeah. pretty much? It gives you a false sense of security, thinking okay. that the stuff on my drive is, uh, is encrypted. Because the chip that encrypts it 
also decrypts it when you're you know using the USB or mm-hmm. SATA ESATA connector. So what's you know I've got to thinking that made me think of a couple different things. Scenario is somebody breaks into your place, mm-hmm. grabs your laptop computer and your and your external hard drive. Are they going to sit down and meticulously unscrew the chassis from the external hard drive, take it apart, take out the internal hard drive, Mm -hmm. and leave the chassis, which contains the unencryption chip? Are they going to leave that behind? They're not. It's dedication. They're just going to take the whole thing, right? So they're walking away with the encrypted data, but they also have the decryption Mm -hmm. chip. So they're able to read that data anyways, and it did nothing for you. So then I thought, okay, well, what on earth does it really do? When would the encryption chip actually have an impact? When would right. it make a difference? And it is when that drive gets taken out of the chassis, right? Okay. When is that going to happen? Yeah. How often do you do that? Power surge uh-huh. happens, right? So your drive gets zapped. Your, your drive is no longer working. And what do you do? You send it away to a data recovery lab. Right. And you say, okay, I need my data. It's got all my family pictures and everything on this drive. What do they say? The drive's encrypted. We need to get a decryption chip in order to do this. They have to find a compatible chip, if it's even available. A lot of times it's not, (laughs) because remember, it's a security feature, right? If they can find a decryption chip, it's going to possibly double the cost of your data recovery. It's probably not even going to be possible, and it's going to take a lot longer. So if you have critical data on there, even if they're able to get your stuff off and decrypt it, Guaranteed expedited service is not going to be available. I actually uh, had a chat with uh, with Phil Priest, and he is a uh, data recovery technician uh, at uh, it's pesdatarecovery.com. I'll put, uh, put a link in the show notes for episode number two eighty two. But he he did make the comment that unless you have that decryption chip, you can't get the data off. So the <laughs> one time that you really want to be able to get your data you off can't. of that drive, you can't. <laughs> the data recovery technicians can say, okay, we can't do it because the data is is garbled because mm-hmm. the chip got fried in the power surge. So they call up the manufacturer and they say, do you have a compatible chip with this serial number? And they'll say yes or no. If it's available, bumps up the price of your recovery, takes a lot longer. If it's not available, your data's gone forever. So got me to mm-hmm. thinking. Well, it sounds cool. Anyways, like if you're reading it on the box, you go, oh, what a handy feature. And then you watch a show and you realize how not handy it is. And you realize that that is truly a false sense of security with those automatically encrypted hard drives. So give my blog a read. It's baldnerd.com if you're interested in learning about these kinds of things. Uh, And certainly, you know, just uh, I would welcome your comments directly on the blog as well. Uh, But doesn't that make you think, eh? Yeah. And you don't realize. Really? You see something on the shelf. It's encrypted. Oh, it's safe. I know. It's just one of those extra line of features. You're like, oh, this one has one more feature than that one. <laughs> Let's and get it. it sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And external hard drives, uh, uh, while we're on the topic of external hard drives, the other thing that happens is people come in and they say that all of their data is on this drive because it's their backup. And I realized, no, they've actually moved all the data onto their drive. So then Mm -hmm. if that drive ever crashes, it is still the only copy. When you have an external hard drive, you need to have a copy, literally. So your computer has one copy, your external hard drive has a second copy. So that if either or crashes, if you get a power surge and it takes out everything in your house, your television, your computer, everything, lucky for you, you had backed up to an external hard drive and disconnected it. So it wasn't susceptible to that power surge because it's not even plugged in. See what, see what I'm saying? That's thinking. Mm. So, 
There you go. Just food for thought. There you have it. Hmm. I feel smarter already. Mm, you missed an amazing show last week. Did I? You I miss did. a lot of amazing shows these days. Theobroma. Chocolates. Fine chocolates. Cat5.tv slash yum. If you uh, hadn't seen last week's episode, all you got to do is just head over to linuxtechshow.com, scroll down a little bit, and find under, uh, I think it's health and wellness or something. Everything's categorized yeah. there. It's fantastic. Uh, under health and wellness, you'll see uh, Theobroma chocolates because, of course, dark chocolate is good for you. So we have a mm. box of these to give away. We'd like to ship these to you. We have been collecting ballots all week at cat5.tv slash yum. And uh, I'll, <laughs> what I'll do is I'll let you open that up. Oh, I get to open it? Yes. All right. Drum roll. <laughs> the production values oh, are just Oh, there's a little name in oh. here. Oh, who could it be? It's folded a million the times. The winner of a box of Theobroma Fine Chocolates from cat5.tv slash yum is... Sam Cervani. Cervani? Sam. Um, yeah, and send us your mailing address to live at category5.tv. Very good. Congratulations. Happy Valentine's go, Day Sam. to everybody. Um, you're going to enjoy those or your loved one uh, who you're going to share them with. You are going to yeah, share Or them your there. girlfriend's going to be yeah. really happy. That's the idea. That's or your mother. Idea. Sister. Yeah. All right, we should hit wow. the mailbag. Sure. We've got lots of stuff going on tonight. I'm trying to watch the chat room. Krista's trying to watch the chat room. Congratulations to uh, to Sam for winning those chocolates. All None for Krista. Right. Krista couldn't make it last week. Sorry about that, buddy. I know. We ate them all. I know. Mm-hmm. That's just awful. I did want to come. I swear. I yeah, swear I, I did. I know. Believe me, I know. This work stuff is just mm-hmm. oh, hectic. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. Here is an email from Daniel. Now, do you proofread these or do you just pull them up and there they are? I just kind of pull them up. All right. Have you proofed them? I don't know. Let's take a look. What do you got? I'm going to read it real slow then, (laughs) just in case. There we go. All right. (laughs) All right. So the question is, I'm writing this with tears in my eyes. Oh, my family and I came down to Madrid, Spain for a short vacation. Unfortunately, we were mugged at the park of the hotel we were where we stayed. Ooh, all cash, credit card, and cell phones were stolen off us, but luckily for us, we still had our passports. That oh, Daniel, is lucky. That sounds terrible. <laughs> um, we've been to the embassy and the police, but they're not helping issues at all. They told us to wait for two to three weeks before anything can be done, and our flight leaves in a few hours' time, but we're having problems sorting out our hotel bills, and the hotel manager won't let us leave until we have all our bills settled. And also, the hotel wouldn't accept any third-party payments, such as credit cards, Yikes. because their credit card machine is faulty at the moment. Wondering if you can loan us some cash. We promise to refund it once we get back. Let me know if you can help us out so I can give you the needed information to wire the money sorry wire the money to us here in Madrid Spain it has been so embarrassing for me and my family please help us out of this terrible situation we're freaked out at the moment I need your urgent assistance thanks wow how does that make you feel Uh, awful and scared and and just could you imagine that being your situation well, when if, you think of it that way you're just yeah you get petrified I got this, we get this email and poor daniel daniel man if only you were a real person i would be so concerned for you right now but here's the thing it's not a real person it's not a real person 
What a meanie. But it's a real email received in our inbox. <laughs> and here's how it works. We've talked about phishing scams. We've talked about how people will try to trick hmm. you into giving them money or your personal information for identity theft, things like that. These kinds of emails are interesting because they're done one of two ways usually. Mm-hmm. One, a virus gets into your system, a Trojan horse or something, and what it does, this is scary, what it does is it gets your address book and it m- mashes everything up right. and it sends everyone an email, but it makes it look like it's from, from a legitimate me. person yeah. in, their, in the address book. So I might actually get it. And it will look like it's from Crystal Wells. Yeah. And oh my goodness, Crystal Wells is in st- stuck in Spain. Well, sure, I'm going to wire her some money. Absolutely. The next step, if I respond to that, and I've been through this with, with, uh, with viewers and with, mm-hmm. uh, with customers, the next step is you respond and then they say, well, I can't correspond by phone because my cell phone is, is busted and they or won't let me use it. Or, I've yeah. been arrested now and they won't let me use the phone. You know, these kinds of things. Right. It's, all, it's all a trick. And I've also, I know two particular individuals who have unfortunately fallen for this and have wired $1,000 at a time. Oh, no. And never would see that money. So the tough thing with this situation is they look so real, they sound so real, and they seem to be from real people that Mm -hmm. you know. I'm going to tell you the second scenario. Here's one that actually happened, and I was involved with the recovery of this. A gentleman had traveled wherever he went Mm -hmm. uh, for pleasure. It was a vacation with his family, and he brought his iPhone. And for some reason, he had his iPhone settings set up so that it was not using a secure connection to the email server. So every time he would check his email, it would transmit his password over a non-secure connection. He wouldn't know any better. It's the same as it's always been. But remember, he's traveling very high usage rates, what's the first thing he's going to do? He's going to look for a public Wi-Fi terminal. Mm -hmm. And he's going to get connected to the Wi-Fi because then he's not having to pay this massive data bill because he's, you know, he's way down south. So he connects to Wi-Fi and there's somebody that's connected to that same Wi-Fi with a packet sniffer and they are monitoring all this unencrypted traffic. Could be somebody in a coffee shop with a laptop. Could be somebody who works there if they're malicious. Mm -hmm. But it could be just any Joe within range of that Wi-Fi signal. Could be somebody living in the apartment just down the street. You've got about a, you know, on a a good day, you've got about two miles that those things will reach. So somebody sits down and they're packet sniffing and, oh, here's this guy from Canada traveling on pleasure. I now have his email password. So what do I do? I also have his mail server information, all that stuff. So I can log into his email. I can check his email find out who the people are that are in his contact list and mm-hmm. find out more information about him, get to the bottom of you know who this guy is, who he communicates with. And now I'm going to send this email. I'm going to spoof my email address so it looks like I'm Daniel because mm-hmm. this is my good friend Daniel, right? And I'm going to say that I'm in big trouble. Wire money now. And people, unfortunately, do fall for it because it seems really real. Well, especially if how it comes from someone that... You're sure you know. It's going to look like it's coming from somebody that you know. That's scary. Yeah. Usually from address books and things like that. Sometimes you can catch it. Sometimes you can't. As a home user, you probably are going to have a harder time catching it. In business, all of a sudden I get one from a customer or something. And it's obvious they're not going to ask me for for this because they might have bought 
a product off of me five years ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty obvious. But when you're at home and somebody who is, you know, uh, a, a friend of your cousin and you've, you know, you know who they are and you trust them and everything and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, oh, this is, this is really scary stuff. So just a little heads up for you. You've got to watch for those kinds of things. And I'm going to stress again, we mentioned it last week on the show, if ever you're in doubt about an email that you've received, if you get an email and you're not too sure, and viewers have done this, viewers have forwarded me emails and said, is this real? And I'll research it, and I'll look into it, and I'll make sure, and I'll give you links, and I'll give you proof so that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt whether or not this is real. Uh, sometimes it is, sometimes I've received some that they've said, you know, I've got an email here. It looks like it's from my bank. Um, it seems a little bit fishy. Is it real? And I've looked into it. I've investigated. I've even go so, gone so far as contacting the companies involved. And just to find out, just keep you safe. So if you're ever in doubt, email live at category5.tv. And, uh, Robbie will help yeah. you out. That said, if you are truly in need in Spain, just let us know. We're trying to help. <laughs> scary stuff it's scary yeah jeez mm-hmm. well we need some good news <laughs> time's flying eh, tonight <laughs> great to see everybody led zap nice to see you again swiss andy all right you ready i'm ready Stay i hope away. there's some good news in this some news exciting room. news <laughs> all right all right here are the top stories from the category 5.tv newsroom Luxury smartphone maker Virtu has launched its first Android-operated handset. The Virtu Ti costs 7,900 euros, which is 6,994 pounds, more than $10,600, and is made at the firm's headquarters in Church Crookham, Hampshire. The device had a titanium frame and a sapphire screen, but was not 4G enabled, said its designer Hutch Hutchison. There's a name. Until last year, the company was owned by Nokia and specialized in highly priced handsets designed for the the Symbian operating system. Chief Executive Perry Oostin told the BBC that Virtu had chosen Android over Windows as an operating system because it was more established. Hmm. Wow. I love that they've selected Android because it puts them in a a really high class. That is a crazy expensive phone. $10,600. $10,600. It's got, I mean, sure, it's made of titanium. I mean, you drop it, it's With not going to... With a gonna... sapphire screen. Ooh. Is it waterproof? That's what I'd want to know. Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> drop to the toilet. Yes, because uh, that would be a problem for me. Mm-hmm. Deal breaker. Of, what kind of apps are available? <laughs> yeah, right. Android, so mm. it's great. Swiss Army knife. Yeah, it should have a Swiss Army knife, Heather says. It should have a lot of cool stuff. It's got right. a small screen from the picture. It's, mm-hmm. But I'll bet you it's pretty good. I don't know. It's just a, a touch over my price range. A little bit. But, a little bit. You know, it's just me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see here. Apple, Apple, Microsoft, and Adobe have been called by the Australian Parliament to appear before a committee looking at pricing levels. Hmm. The House of Representatives launched a probe in July last year to see if some goods were more expensive in Australia than in other parts of the world. Consumer bodies have often complained that Australians are overcharged. The firms have previously made written submissions to the committee, but have so far declined to appear in person. They are now scheduled to appear before the committee on March 22nd. Hmm. I didn't realize that uh, that they were bumping their prices up in Australia. No, I had no idea either. That's crazy. You just assume. Meanwhile, it's- I mean, it seems really unfair since you can go down the street in China and get Microsoft Windows for four dollars. It's totally perfectly unfair. legitimate. Go perfectly down the street. What? Take your tugboat? Is that? <laughs> 
just just saying just saying <laughs> maybe not legitimate copies <laughs> maybe not all right what else you got for us Kristen? oh more exciting things more as Hmm. In an upfront email addressed to its users, Flickr Vice President Brett Wayne sent out a mail blast on the weekend stating that the privacy of some users' photos have been compromised. He says in the email, while performing routine site maintenance, we identified a software bug that may have changed the view, the view setting on some of your photos from non-public, example, private or viewable by only family and friends, to public. Affected photos were visible on Flickr between January 18th and February 7th, 2013. Mm. As a precaution to protect its user, users' privacy, Flickr has therefore taken the liberty of automatically marking some photos as private to allow users a chance to log into their accounts and correct the permissions. This means that if the photos were embedded or linked by linked to by other sites oh sorry linked to by other sites they may appear broken at this time it is recommended that Flickr users log into their profile and make sure photos have the correct privacy settings that can be scary That's, if you if you post like family photos and things and mm-hmm. I, I strictly use Flickr for business or mm-hmm. category 5 photos and yeah. really embarrassing shots of, of Krista and things like that so and then make sure you check out our Flickr <laughs> thanks Robbie yeah no problem <laughs> they're all there they're all mm-hmm. there Thrilled. So that's so, why I'm not on very often. Oh, I promise. I made them private once a month. I made them private so nobody would see them. Kristen. Yeah, like, I'm sure. That that weird I'm face sure. that you did Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the whole world can see it now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's all, it's all fixed. Thanks, so, Robbie. So, yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> hmm. To celebrate Valentine's Day and only for a limited time, buy a NetTalk Duo device at any NetTalk retailer or at nettalk.com and use promo code LOVE2013 to activate the SMS text plan for free, a savings of around $40 per year. That's pretty good. The free NetTalk SMS text app can be downloaded to any Android, Kindle Fire, sorry, Kindle Fire or iOS Apple device to utilize the texting service. That's really wow, cool. That's really cool. Couple that with the NetTalk regular like talk app, mm-hmm. which you which you can get as well when you get the NetTalk Duo or NetTalk Duo Wi-Fi, and suddenly you can make calls through Wi-Fi for free, right? Anywhere in Canada or U.S., you can SMS now. Mm-hmm. That's cool for free. Sweet. What was that code again? Love twenty thirteen. So L O V E two O one three. There you go. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. And if you folks would like, you can get the full stories at category5.tv slash newsroom. The category5.tv newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash with contributions by our community of viewers. If you have any news stories that you think is worthy of on-air mention, just email us at category, sorry, email us at newsroom at category5.tv for the category5.tv newsroom. I'm Krista Wells. Thanks, Krista. Make sure you check out Cordery Electric if you're in central Ontario looking for an electrical contractor. Give them a check out at quarteryelectric.com. Also, Category 5 is uh, brought to you in part tonight by Netflix. Once again, go to cat5.tv slash Netflix for your free one-month trial. We'd love to extend that to you. And I have a feeling you're going to like it. You haven't used it yet. They're getting more and more shows they that are. are not available anywhere else. People used to say, oh, well, I can't catch the latest that I watch on cable. Mm-hmm. But now there's shows that are coming out exclusively to Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's it's starting. They're becoming this like television network, yeah, which is pretty exceptional. But you don't have. I to find they're updating a lot more frequently yes. now too, and more current stuff. Yes, you don't have to wait for. You don't have to watch any commercials. You don't have to. Um, you have to wait till next week. 
Yeah. To, like if you start the, the beginning whole of the show, you just like out. I don't know, you can just watch it it's all like within like Mr. D was brilliant. Three days. They <laughs> dropped the whole season on Netflix. So you just watch it at your own pace. You don't have mm-hmm. to wait for it once a week or anything like that. You don't have to watch product ads and mm-hmm. this and that because it's the next kind of generation where they realize that if I hold up a product that there's value in that as an advertiser. So now we don't have to take 15 minutes out of the show to show you 30 second commercials. Yes. And that's where Netflix comes in and says, yeah, we're going to do it a little differently. How cool is that? Cool. Category five is not on Netflix. Wouldn't that be neat? That's a pretty big distribution mechanism. Boy, oh boy. Is that our next step? Boy, oh boy. Our next jumping stone block. Netflix is on category five. Next best thing. There you have it. (laughs) Tonight, we are going to look at how to promote our businesses through social media. We're looking at Facebook. We're looking at Twitter. We're going to cross-promote. We're going to get you set up so that you can be promoting your business online. Are you doing this? I was just going to say what a fitting topic. (laughs) Are you looking into this? Um, You know, I've thought about it. I'm pretty sure I have a Twitter account, but I'm pretty sure I haven't okay. got as far as even like putting. So everybody a, follow Krista. Putting a profile picture. She's up. pretty sure she's on there. I don't think I've ever written anything on there. So just look for the orange egg. <laughs> that's me. That's that me. <laughs> the only has one. A name. That's the only one that'll Krista. be on Twitter yeah. that has no anything on it. That's so, me. Fantastic. Yeah. No, it's something that I have thought about, but it's also a matter of I never schedule it into my schedule, like right. to doing it. So why is that? Because it's so complicated. It's not. It is in a, in not, not complicated in like a, oh, this is really difficult, but complicated in that it's something else to add to, okay, here's my to-do list today. Yeah, let's this add is what social I need media updates Now I have it. to set up a Twitter account and a Facebook <laughs> account. I've got to communicate through Twitter and Facebook. I've got to make sure that I'm on Google Plus and all the, oh, no, another one came out, Google Plus. Now i yeah. got to get on that. How am I going to do all this? It's really impossible to keep up. I can attest to this because yes. we try our best with the show and this is not my full-time job. So, you know, that's that's how it is. So business owners know that it's important to have this. I'm sure you know that it's important mm-hmm. to have social media because what Especially is it? Especially when that's where everyone is. Yeah. Yes. Um, we have, you know, I, I have I, I do social media training professionally and, and one of the things that, you know, tends to come up is that sometimes uh, customers believe that Twitter and Facebook are an advertising medium. Hmm. Sure, if you want to buy ads, that's fine. But having a Twitter account and posting about your business is not about advertising. It's about reaching out to your potential customer base and mm-hmm. your existing customer base. It's about communication. It's about becoming an interactive office and, and being accessible to your clients. Because plain and simple, it's a different world now. Mm-hmm. People don't necessarily get in the car, drive across town, go into your office, book an appointment. They don't necessarily pick up the phone. Yeah. They probably don't have a fax machine, so they're not going to fax you something. They're going to do it through electronic means. These days, because smartphones are the way to go, most people, unfortunately, in some cases, don't want to have to make a phone call. They want yeah, to just... Yeah, a lot of people are much wanna, more comfortable um, email or otherwise. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a message on Facebook. Here, I'll send you a, a, a direct message on Twitter. So make sure you follow me back. That kind of stuff. So we're not going to get into the real inner workings of Twitter and Facebook and things like that tonight because it's vast. I mean, you know that it's vast and it's, it's, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to learn. But I want to get you started on the right foot. I want to help you to get set up with your profiles, get started so that you can uh, manage these things in a practical way. So 
The first thing that we need to do, obviously, let's start with Twitter because Krista sorely needs this. <laughs> first thing we want to do is we want to sign up. So twitter.com is where we want to go. I'm going to switch screens here so that you can actually see my screen. Twitter.com and down at the bottom right is where it is. We're going to put in uh, our name, our email address, and our password. Let's make up a name because we're just we're going to create a, a fake profile just for the sake of the demonstration. Krista, what'll it be? Um, monkey. This is my real potatoes. Name. Monkey potatoes reminds me of episode two, I think, of season two of a uh, uh, person of interest when he said her real name is Root. Oh, well. At least that's what she goes by. <laughs> so there's there's my name, Monkey Potatoes. Did I even spell that? No, right? I think it's O E S. All right. So I got to write this down because I'm not going to remember that. Monkey. <laughs> Why do you do this? I was thinking like Jack Daniels know. or. Oh well, that could be taken. <laughs> this will be available. It's okay. Okay. So I'm. <laughs> that's my. That's my name now. Um, okay. My email address is demo at category five tv, and I'm going to make up a uh, a password. There we go. Sign up for Twitter. Okay. So my full name, <laughs> Krista, it looks great. Yes. See, some people are They're going to confirm side. my email. I already heard my email come through. Uh, password's okay. Username is available. Monkey potatoes. Sweet. I get my real name as my Twitter account. Now, that's not bound to happen. <laughs> if your name is Robbie Ferguson, it's, it's already probably taken. probably taken. Yeah. Right. So it might make suggestions. See it down at the bottom here. And you might want to make it your business because if your business name is something really long it's going to get cut off because twitter has a limit so you might have to go with something like you know if i'm uh krista wells designs i would probably have to go with cw uh designs something like that right because krista wells designs would That's not be available ridiculously so long who came up quick. with that a million people are going to try okay so <laughs> monkey potatoes all right that's us keep me signed in taylor twitter whatever create my account you can read over all the stuff of course there we go we are now on twitter how great is that next it's going to give you a tutorial it's going to say hey these are some popular people you can follow ryan seacrest if you want nah you know what we're going to do we're going to go category 5 tv and we're going to follow them because that's our favorite They're way show. cooler there we go oh it says we need to follow for more we don't really uh, we can skip it just by removing all this stuff from the address bar and deleting it and hitting enter or just going to twitter.com. If we want, though, we can follow Robbie Ferguson. There we are. We can follow Kid Eric. Let's put an at sign before that to force it to be the right guy. Where is he? I thought... There he is. There he is. Kid Eric. Follow. All right. And... Hillary Rumble. There she is. Now, it would be nice if we had Crystal Wells because we need one more. Uh, Heather, what, uh, what can we follow tonight? <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's yours? What about Bailey J. Thompson? Yeah, okay, let's do that. Bailey J. Thompson. We'll, we'll do some promotion for you. There you go. All right, so go, everybody go follow Bailey J. Thompson. She's the author that was on the show just uh, a little while ago. Okay, so it tells us that uh, we're, we're good to go. Go next. All right, what do we want to do? Okay, this is getting a little ridiculous to me. 
I don't want to follow a bunch five of five more people. Yeah. Well, and they're all celebrities and stuff. You can if you want. Okay. What we're gonna do is we're gonna skip over this. I'm gonna delete all this excess stuff at the top, just so that it's Twitter.com. Now we've skipped over it. We're in. Yes. We can see all these. You know what's going on with with Bailey and Robbie and all that stuff. I can tweet by clicking on compose a new tweet. We're limited to 140 characters. So we're, you know, our first tweet is always going to be, hello world. That's important. Next tweet. This is a great tweet about my business in Barrie. See the hashtag? Uh, that hashtag. becomes a link for my city, Barrie. So how cool is that? And I'm going to tweet it. There we go. Notice I'm a, I'm a green egg. We're going to change all that by going up to our settings and go edit profile. You're going to want to upload your own photo. Try to make sure that it's a square. And don't be afraid. Sometimes what happens is businesses will upload their logo, mm -hmm. but it's more wide than it is tall. So it gets, so all it gets cropped cut off. off. Yeah. If that happens to you, use a program like GNU Image Manipulation Program or Adobe Photoshop or call your graphic designer or talk to somebody who has graphic design capabilities and just have them create a proportional image that has your logo centered in it but is a perfect square and then that's going to look a lot better for you. So we're not going to do a profile setup tonight. We're just going to show you where to find it and that is where you'll find that. You can go over to the left here and go design and then you can actually choose some of the preset uh, looks that would suit your company or of course you can customize it yourself using HTML uh, color codes or by dragging the colors around on this uh, this palette here okay so and then you save your changes and you're good to go so now we've got a Twitter uh, account and we can now be found on Twitter at twitter.com at uh, sorry slash monkey potatoes okay so twitter.com slash monkey potatoes or at monkey potatoes becomes us and there we are and you'll see that my tweets are now there and if I click on Barry it's a hashtag so it's gonna actually take me there so somebody says so well how do you know what hashtag is is the one that you want to use I do you know let's name an industry if it's graphic design right so well, mm -hmm. in graphic design if I'm tweeting how do I know what hashtags to use and why would I do that Basically, people are going to follow different hashtags. They're going to be monitoring for things that are of interest to them. They're going to follow people who post in those hashtags that are of interest to them as well. So you find hashtags that have to do with your business, have to do with what you're tweeting, mm -hmm. and then they become links that other people can follow, but also people will subscribe to those. But you want them to be the proper hashtags. You hear about hashtags all the time. One of the ways that we can do that is we can just go twitter.com slash search. And that's going to give us Twitter's search engine. And from here, you can just test it. If I go pound, which it turns it into a hashtag, and bury, and hit enter, I'll see that, okay, these are the top tweets. First thing I want to do is I want to click on all so that I can see all of the tweets in kind of chronological order. And I'll see that the most recent one is from Monkey Potatoes. How awesome is that? And that <laughs> was two minutes ago. Before that, the last one was 51 minutes ago. And before that, two hours ago. So I know at this very moment, it's about once an hour that people are tweeting using the Barry right. hashtag. So I know that this is indeed an active hashtag. If I see that mm -hmm. nobody's posted in that hashtag for three months, I realize that, you know what, this is kind of a lousy hashtag. Nobody's watching it. Nobody cares. Don't waste mm -hmm. your... 140 characters on a hashtag that doesn't matter. So you look for hashtags that matter within your industry. We go twitter.com slash search. 
and we say we're going to be t- talking today about uh, social media. So let's see what let's uh, see what hashtag we will try social media as a hashtag we can't have spaces in a in a hashtag we see that 22 hours ago oh okay we haven't clicked on all see what happened there 22 hours comes before 35 minutes because we're looking at the top basically the best of or the most popular so i click on all and that makes it chronological i can see that 22 seconds ago 24 seconds ago 57 seconds ago so this one's so active social Hmm. media that we're getting a tweet every couple of seconds several times per minute yeah yours is probably going to go by the you know it's just going to be one of a million tweets but it's possible somebody could be watching that feed at that very moment and be able to pick up on what it is that you said so that's the basics of hashtagging next step we want to get set up with facebook make sure you do um get around you know get on to um twitter profile and actually set it up make it look good and things like that next step being facebook we want to sign up for this so we're going to sign up as who we really are, Monkey Potatoes. Oh, Krista. My email address, demo at category5.tv. Of course, we're going to retype that really quickly. Uh, <laughs> new password. Birth date, April 12th, uh, 1971. Mail. Remember, folks, that is not my birth date. It's monkey potatoes. <laughs> All right, so this tells me... <laughs> oh, Krista. Oh. We require everyone to use their real name on Facebook. Well what if done. that is your real name? What if it is? How do they know that? So we'll just call him John... Uh, Doe. That's so embarrassing for that, that poor, unfortunate child that was actually named Monkey Potatoes. I know. And they don't let you have your own page. What were you thinking when you named the child that? We require everyone to use... John Doe must be too common. Smith. Seriously. How can you know that that's not my real name? Oh, Smith Okay, we're in. We are in. So I am now John Smith, Monkey Potatoes. All right. So you can find your friends. You can get adding people and go through. It's going to force us to get started kind of thing. Let's see. Are your friends already on Facebook? Can't we skip any of this? That's, skip this step. There we go. Okay. Skip. Save and continue. We're not going to fill in any profile information because remember, right now we're doing this <laughs> for our business. We're not trying to create a personal profile for ourselves. Okay? Sometimes what happens is we get a, somebody tries to like us on Facebook mm-hmm. when really they should be liking our business. Right. Right. Don't like me, like <laughs> Category 5 TV. Oh. Right? You can become a fan of my fan page, but you don't become a friend of Robbie Ferguson because I don't even know you in person kind of thing. You yeah. Know? Don't fool yourself. No one really likes you anyways. I know that. Nobody's my friend. It's all just family and Krista. <laughs> and I was but there's a differentiation, yeah. and there should be a differentiation on Facebook between here's my personal profile, and I'm logged in as John Smith, and this is me personally. This is o- only my very close friends should have access to this. I don't become friends with people that I don't personally know. Um, but then what we do is we create a business page. So we've clicked on, at the left-hand side, Like Pages. And then up at the top, it says Create Page. This is where we want to go. So tell it what we are. We're a local business or place. Choose a category. We are uh, attractions, things to do, uh, business or place name. 
Monkey Potatoes. Street address, 555 Liveville Avenue, whatever. Barry, Ontario, L4M3G4. Phone number, 705-777-7777. Sorry if that's your number, you are going to get spammed. Okay, I agree to the Facebook page terms. Get started. It probably says somewhere in there that you're not allowed to call yourself monkey potatoes. <laughs> but we're going to get in. Okay, so we have created a page. What do you want to do? Again, first thing it wants you to do is upload your logo and things like that. Follow through with that. It helps to look like your company. And then that way, you know, it is who you are. Follow the steps. Provide some basic information about monkey potatoes. Provide a link to your website. And then hit save info. I'm going to skip because we don't need to do that, but you can do that. We're going to skip enabling ads for this moment. Now I have a Facebook profile and I have a page set up. Okay, So I'm now John Smith, but I have a page called Monkey Potatoes. You'll notice that now as I post, it says you are posting, commenting, and liking as Monkey Potatoes. So I am not John Smith now. I am Monkey Potatoes. I'm my business. And I can change to John Smith, and then it becomes personal. But right now, I am my business. I'm representing, and anything that I post on here is going to be about my business. So post on my timeline. And it's prompting me. It says that I need to authorize my email. So we'll do that really, really quickly. We're going to authorize our email. You'll need to do the same. Demo at category5.tv. I should have a couple of emails sitting in my inbox. There we go. Welcome to Facebook. Get started. Okay. One more step to get started on Facebook. Complete my sign up. There we go. So it is pretty straightforward, pretty easy to get there. I'm trying to rush through because I want to show you as much as I possibly can. Okay. So now I should be able to post if I refresh here. There we go. So write something. Hello world. There we go. Okay, so now we have a Facebook business profile. This is now j just strictly my business. This is where I post everything to do with that business. Mm -hmm. It's not personal. Neither is my Twitter account. My Twitter account is separate from my personal account. One of my customers was saying, I, you know, I follow somebody that I, I love their business and I love to get updates from their business because it's possible I might have an appointment and the weather's bad and so they cancel. So I have to follow them right. because I don't want to miss those tweets. It's important. But it's really annoying because they go out for lunch with their friend and they tweet pictures of the food that they're eating and they tweet this and they tweet that and they're talking about all the party that they did on the weekend. And so Posting I can't unfollow them on Twitter because then I wouldn't get the updates when the office is closed because of the weather. So I have to endure that. And my right. phone is going bing, 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 bing. So as a business owner, remember that. Post business related stuff. Have your business account for business. Mm -hmm. Have your personal account for personal. Keep them separate. But have fun with your business one too. Remember you're interacting with your customers. Right? So it is personal. It's not an advertisement. You're not posting ads and links all the time. Sometimes it's appropriate, but not always. Sometimes it's just about, you know what, I was in a store today and I saw this and it reminded me of something that has to do with my business right. and my clientele. It might have nothing to do with your business. It might be all about the type of person that is your customer. Right. Right. So now we say, okay, we've got Twitter. We've got Facebook. I've got to constantly be back and forth <laughs> between the two and yes. have to post twice everything. 
And this is where things fall through the cracks a lot of times because you try so hard to update and you end up, oh, Facebook is a little bit easier to understand and I can post longer messages, so I end up posting everything to Facebook and nothing to Twitter. And then your Twitter dies. So then it becomes a, a problem. So we have to find a way to make this easier for you, the business owner, to make it happen, really and truly. Go to hootsuite.com. H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E.com. Now, we're signing up for a lot of stuff tonight. But we're doing it. We're condensing everything into one night. So we've got a Facebook account. We've got a Twitter account. Now we're going to amalgamate those together using Hootsuite. We're going to create something that is going to put everything in one place. Sign up today. First field is my email. Second field. I'm going to go with John Smith because it's more realistic. Password. Remember, these passwords should be different for each service. Um, and, you know, just follow the, the standard password um, structure that I've recommended. You want it to be safe. You don't want people to be able to hack into your stuff. Okay? Sign up. Here we go. Should take no time at all. We are now a free member of Hootsuite. Just as easy wow. as that. Okay? So now what do we do? We want to add our Twitter profile, and we want to add our Facebook profile. Remember, we're already logged into both of those, so it's really easy. We can authorize it with just a couple of mouse clicks. I'm going to add my Twitter profile and connect to Twitter. It's asking me for my monkey potatoes password. Remember phishing scams. Monitor the URL. This is coming from api.twitter.com. So we know that it is legitimately Twitter. It's a secure connection. See how it's got a lock and it has HTTPS. That means HTTP protocol over a secure connection, SSL. So now password for that. Do you want to remember me? Sure. Authorize the app. And now Hootsuite is allowed to use my Twitter account. So now you see... Oh, hey, Pyrus Rock. One of our viewers <laughs> already posting to us. <laughs> Follow Pyrus Rock. So there we go. There's my tweets and things like that. Okay? This is my great tweet about business and Barry. Okay, so that's Twitter now. Twitter is no longer that Twitter page. It's now part of Hootsuite. Okay. Now we're going to add our Facebook. Add another social network. And you'll see where I'm getting that is up at the top here. We've got our accounts. Twitter, getting started. On the getting started tab, we have add another social network. On the left-hand side, look at what they got. Facebook, Google+, LinkedIn, Foursquare, WordPress, MySpace, Mixi, and you can add apps as well if you want to uh, go even further. We're going to connect to our Facebook because we're just getting basic today. Connect to Facebook. There it is. Again, HTTPS colon slash slash www.facebook.com. It's not Fizzybook or anything like that. Okay? So do we want to do it? Yeah. Let's log in with Facebook. It warns you about what this is going to allow. Uh, this is a trustworthy application, and we trust that they keep your stuff safe, but it is what it is. Okay, this is what it's going to do. We're going to allow. So next, remembering that we are not posting as us. We're not John Smith now. We're our business. So uncheck John Smith. Are you sure you want to remove this profile? Yep. So now John Smith is not checked, but there, look at that. There's our business, Monkey Potatoes. That one we want to add. Okay, so now finished importing. Okay, there we go. So now Monkey Potatoes is a part of our Hootsuite. John Smith was added, but it will not work because we unchecked it. So just X that, close it. 
best thing to do. All right. So now we've got Twitter. There it is. Monkey Potatoes on Facebook. There it is. So we've got them all in one place, but we still have to post twice, right? Watch this. Posting from Hootsuite. Okay. A couple cool things here. Add links using this, and you'll be able to use analytics to track anyone who clicks on them. Over here, you'll be able to schedule your tweets. You can use auto schedule, which will automatically put your, your tweet and your Facebook message at the approximate time that most people will see it. Um, so it uses you know how many people are online at the time, and then it makes the assumption that now is the best time to send it so that you're not sending out a tweet when everyone else is sleeping. <laughs> so now you can also schedule this. You can say, okay, I don't want this one to go out until the 14th, and I want it to go out at 1.05 p.m., you want to email yourself when you when it goes out, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can schedule that, and it will go out. So I'm not going to do that. I'm actually going to send it. What I want to do? Notice this. This is the next step. Always over here on the right, there are your two accounts: Monkey Potatoes on Twitter, Monkey Potatoes on Facebook. Single click, single click. It's going to go out to both of those services all at once. So now I hit send now, and if I go to Facebook and go to my business. Let's see where we are. There it is, monkey potatoes down at the left there. Scroll down a little ways, and you'll see that already on Facebook it says posting to Hootsuite. And now if I go to my Twitter profile, monkey potatoes, you'll see it also says posting with, from Hootsuite. So we've effectively now posted to both of those services. It's been absolutely simple. We don't have to jump around between different services. We just check off which ones we want to post to. We can schedule and all that kind of stuff. Twitter is still limited to only 140 characters, so keep it small when you're cross-posting like that. You might want to post mm -hmm. something to Twitter using Hootsuite and then create a longer version, an extended version for Facebook, or keep that small one, post it to both, and then on your on your Facebook one, use comments in order to expand what you were saying and uh, and comment on it yourself. So that should get you started. Cool, it's helpful. I think I so. might even you know take a swing. Follow at her it. on Twitter. Keep us posted. It's pressure. Yeah. <laughs> So there you have it. That is uh, just a real quick get get to know how to do this. And uh, you know, if you have any questions, email us live at category5.tv because that's what this is all about, getting you some support. Krista, we have an exciting announcement to make tonight. <gasps> yes! We've got a prize for you. And I know we've been talking about it a little bit over the past little while, and we've made mention of it, but the NetTalk Duo Wi-Fi model, mm -hmm. this is the one that you can put in wherever. Cool. As long as you've got access to the cool. Wi-Fi, you can take it to the you know hotel in Europe mm -hmm. and make local calls to Barry. You can call anywhere in Canada or U.S. It's absolutely free. It uses your internet connection, so you've got to have a, a fairly decent high-speed internet connection, and then you are good to go. So we've got Very a year cool. service to give you. It's got full, unlimited long distance. If you activate it before the end of February, you're going to, of course, get the free SMS as well if you use that LOVE2013 code. Uh, so we've got one of these to give away. Go to cat5.tv slash phone to cast your ballot. And uh, we're going to be drawing that on February 26th. So make sure you are watching that show. Yeah. Very important. You have 30 days from the time that we do the draw in order to send us your information. So make sure tonight you get on there. Um, and if you're watching this after the fact through one of our syndicate partners, make sure you uh, go to cat5.tv slash phone. Very cool. That's the NetTalk Duo Plus. Uh, the Wi-Fi, pardon me, the Wi-Fi model. So there you go. Cool. That's all the time that we have. I can't believe it. 
can't believe oh. you talk that much. I know. I like need a drink. <laughs> oh boy. Take a breath while you're And all the dancing. Too. The dancing. Oh, so much dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the things we do. Yep. Hmm. For you. It's all for you. But she's a trooper, isn't she? I had a mask on, so it helped. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will recognize me. We'll never know. Little do they know, we're posting the behind the scenes. Oh. Facebook. Cat5.tv Facebook. So, the making of. How cool was that? Took about five minutes. Yeah. So, it's yeah, a very it short very making long. of video. Yeah. But it was awesome. It was, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here tonight. Oh, always good to see you, you know, always like once pleasure. a month. Yeah, just once a month, you know, it's good. Great to see you. Thanks, everybody, joining us in the chat room. Love your feedback and comments. If you want to check out what was said in the chat uh, chat room, you can check out the chat logs on the episode page for episode number 282. Our website, again, category5.tv, and we'll see you next week. Have a great week. See you, everybody. Enjoyed the show. Category 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local showtimes in your area at category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.